buenos días, mis amores. This is Valeria Corvo. This is Traveling Corvo. And thank you so much for joining. I haven't made podcasts in a while, but I think I'm going to start making them weekly again. Uh, but this podcast I made specifically for my Patreon, uh, which if you would like to join, that'd be great. But don't feel like you have to. And yeah, okay. That was just a precursor to this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining my Patreon. This is such an honor. And so with this starts the first episode uh, for this podcast series. And we're going to be talking about the worst year in human history. So yeah, let's start this episode. I'm your host, Valeria Cuervo, and this is Travel Incredible. Okay, now we're starting. Every year seems to be the worst year in human history. Well, I mean, actually, I think I would put 2020 as a great contender. I mean, we had COVID. I remember a capital exploded and there was also a huge economic shutdown. But maybe in hindsight, we can say it wasn't that bad. I mean, 1349 is when the Black Death wiped out half of Europe. Or maybe 1918, when the Spanish flu killed about 50 to 100 million people. Or maybe you would say it's 1939, the start of World War II. Or maybe 1492, when Columbus sailed the ocean blue and started a mass genocide, the likes the world had never seen before. So that got me thinking, what is actually the worst year in human history? And my God, the answer will surprise you. So we're setting the stage. I want you to close your eyes and we're going to go back to the year 536 AD. Imagine these are some of the accounts written about the time. The sun became dark. The darkness lasted for 18 months. Each day it shone for about 18 hours and still, this light was only a feasible shadow. Everyone declared that the sun would never recover its full light. The fruits did not ripen and the wine tasted like sour grapes. Another account by a Roman statesman noted, we marvel to see no shadows of our body at noon. He wrote that the sun was bluish in color, the moon had lost its luster, and that all the seasons seemed to be jumbled up into one. So just imagine, much of the world went dark for a full period of 18 months, as there was mysterious fog that rolled over Europe, the Middle East, and parts of Asia. The fog blocked out the sun during the day, and that caused temperatures to drop, crops to fail, and people to die. You can literally think about it as the Dark Age. And as much as this sounds like some biblical end of all days, there's actually a scientific explanation for this mysterious fog. Volcanoes. <laughs> in 536, there was a volcanic eruption in Iceland. The ash spewed forth by the volcano likely led to the fog that brought an 18-month stretch of darkness daytime across Europe and the Middle East and parts of Asia. I mean, I want you to imagine the magnitude that this volcanic eruption must have had for a Byzantine historian to write, for the sun gave forth its light without brightness, like the moon during a whole year. The sun and the light from the sun was literally darkened by the fog, as if it was an eclipse. 
And so this was only followed by two other massive volcanic explosions in 540 and 547. So the world wasn't really even given a chance to recuperate. One explosion, then another. With these continuous explosions, ash continued to line the sky, and it seemed to keep the world under a dark cloud. The darkness also seemed to somehow freeze the world. Summers in Europe and Asia became 35 to 37 degrees Fahrenheit colder. And when China even reported summer snow, I mean, the Nanshi, a 6th century chronicle, reported a yellow ash-like substance falling from the sky. Climate change. This period would eventually become known as the Late Antique Little Ice Age. So you can imagine what colder temperatures and no sunlight does to crops. Because, well, it kills them. Crops need sunlight to be able to grow and to prosper. So you can imagine 18 months of no sun meant 18 months of no harvest. No harvest meant no food. No food meant lots of hunger. Famine quickly spread throughout the world. Summer crops were destroyed and famine lasted for about two years. And in China, it resulted in the deaths of about 80% of the population in some parts. And so sadly, the luck does not end there. We have also disease, the first ever plague pandemic. Just imagine in the lively streets of Constantinople, the capital of the Byzantine Empire, what seemed like the drool of the world back then, there was an outbreak. Black boobos started to appear on individuals' bodies, followed by swelling, aches, and eventually death. We're talking about the first ever documented instance of the Black Death. And so the bubonic plague caused about 60% death in the capital. Even the emperor Justinian himself was stricken, but he did manage to recover. And so the plague was essentially so bad that people were dying left, right, and center. I mean, there were so many dead that bodies were lining the streets. Some were even thrown into the river, but then the bodies would only resurface a couple of days later. I mean, there was essentially so many bodies that nobody really knew what to do with this insane number of dead. So they called in the military, who was also just kind of dumbfounded. Like, what do you do with this insane number of bodies? So eventually this plague became known as the Plague of Justinian. And aside from no sun, lots of hunger, freezing temperatures, disease, there was also an economic shutdown. As we know, pandemics and disease don't exactly mix well. I mean, I feel like if we learned anything from 2020, it's definitely that. So essentially, during the plague, so many people died that it created an economic standstill. Because, well, so many people died that meant there was no workers and also no work. So everybody was literally shut down. And many historians argue that this led to the collapse of the Byzantine Empire, and therefore the Roman Empire, some of the greatest civilizations that we learn about in history. So now the Byzantine Empire was also not the only empire suffering at the time. We've got the Peruvian Moch civilization. The Moch civilization were known for being avid fishermen, and they had advanced irrigation techniques that allowed for their crops to grow. 
So El Nino, which is the cycle that describes the fluctuations in temperature within the Pacific coast, was unusually warm that year, and it caused an absurd amount of fish to die. I mean, so many fish to die that it led to starvation. And so this starvation and the sort of economic also shut down when you've got no production, nothing to sell. It also spelled the eventual end for another great civilization, the Mouch in Peru. So I don't know. I just think it's insane because I feel like every single year humans are alive. We tend to think that we're living in the worst year in human history. But I mean, also, if you look at the headlines, I do think like things are getting more and more outrageous. Like things are just going off the wall. We went from a pandemic, an economic shutdown. People stormed the capital. The queen is now dead. Like, I don't know about you, but it kind of seems like we're living in some sort of fever dream. And I guess... Our one solace is that we are not living in the year 536, a year where the world was literally thrust into darkness, a year where hunger was rampant, there was freezing cold temperatures, we're talking economic shutdown, disease, plague, the end of all days. At least we're not living in the year 536, and I am pretty happy about that. I hope you are too. And with this ends the episode. Thank you so much for hearing. And so a little side note, I just, I really want to say thank you so much because it, it's kind of insane. Like just for me, like I've never had someone who was willing to pay to hear my content. So thank you. It really means the world for me that you guys are subscribed to my Patreon and you're helping me being able to create digital content. I actually was supposed to start a job and I was like, nope, I'm going to try doing this content thing full time. We'll see how it goes. We will see how it goes. That's that's me getting sidetracked. But this this is just a little ramble to say thank you so much for subscribing or adding or being my patrons. Like it's it's insane. It's unbelievable. And it really means the world for me. Um, so, yeah, uh, you guys let me know what you guys think about this episode. If you want, let's say less episodes a month, but you want them to be longer. I can try to do that or I can do more episodes a month, but make them shorter. I can also do that. Or if you think this is the perfect length, that, that can also be done. I don't know. I'm happy and willing to work with you guys. You guys have been such an inspiration for me. So thank you. Thank you so much for supporting me. Peace out, Butter Scout.